All right, Gareth Ward is an MP on the New South Wales South Coast. Lucky bloke, gets to hang around places like Kiama, Jeringong, Jaroa. Morning to you, Gareth. Good morning, Marcus. Nice to talk, mate. How are things down there on the uh, Illawarra South Coast? Well, look, it's an interesting time down here. I was just listening to Wendy's call just then that you played. I mean, um, uh, parts of the Illawarra have been in lockdown since um, things got underway. So uh, all the way down to Shell Harbour. Uh, but then south of that, um, Kyama and the Shoalhaven, we weren't in lockdown until recently. So for, for my electorate, which straddles both um, the Illawarra and, and the south coast, it's been a tale of two cities, which has made uh, things very challenging in terms of uh, the interpretation of the public health orders and who can go where and who can do what. Um, the public health orders, as you may know, have now blown out to 50 pages. <laughs> so yeah. um, it does make it hard. It does make it very difficult. Well, absolutely. And not only has it blown out to 50 pages, there's been 40-odd changes in the past month or so. And look, it's hard to keep touch with it all. Uh, I have to particularly say... For, particularly for business, Mark. Yeah, so I, was, okay. I was talking to a really young, yeah. uh, go-getting business person in my electorate yesterday. And you know, for business, consistency is key. And look, I know there's no how-to guide to this, and I'm sure that um, no one would want uh, the job of Premier or Health Minister right now. Uh, but for business consistency is key and um, also for the community at large as well too. I, you know, I think people are asking questions around evidence, around why certain decisions are being made and I think it's fair that um, you know, if you're in an area where there haven't been cases, you'd be asking, well, you know, if we've done the right thing, uh, we should be rewarded for that effort. And I think that's, that's an eminently reasonable question to ask. Well, um, there's been some concern from, uh, from yourself and others, including Paul Scully, about yes. um, uh, these... Uh, Paul, of course, the member for Wollongong, about the restrictions in areas like uh, the Illawarra and uh, the South Coast and why uh, such res- restrictions have existed. Um, consider, and I know the issue with Shell Harbour being, you know, yes. a part of the New South Wales or the, the Sydney greater area, um, yes. like the Blue Mountains is. Uh, where are we on all of this? I mean, are we all on the same page within the Berejiklian government or is there still a, a little bit of concern from people like yourself? Well, look, there, there, are, there have been lots of um, issues with the public health orders, which I know people, have, uh, and particularly the health minister, have tried to fix. Uh, but there's a, a really interesting one, uh, and it relates to what's called the single bubble or the nominated visitor um, component of the rules. Yes. And this is, the, this is the, um, the section, Marcus, that allows you to visit someone who lives on their own because we don't want anyone to be on their own at this time. So if, if you know someone who lives on their own, you can go and see them, or if you live on your own, they can come and see you. But there's an interesting anomaly in the rules. Um, so if you live in Greater Sydney, yep. you can um, form a single bubble uh, with somebody who lives in regional New South Wales, uh, but it doesn't work the other way around. <laughs> in fact, the, the public health orders specifically prevent mm. someone from regional New South Wales uh, coming to Greater Sydney for the same purpose. So, Marcus, in theory, you could cross the Harbour Bridge before you came back across the Windang Bridge, which <laughs> doesn't make uh, any sense. Um, and it's another example of where um, I know that the best of intentions are there, but there are strange and odd drafting errors that um, create these anomalies where, um, you know, one person could go one way, but another person could come the other way. So Paul Scully and I, from different sides of politics, have written yeah. to the Premier and said, look, this is something we'd like to see changed. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, for those listeners who know the Illawarra well, Haywards Bay is 
the most southern suburb of the city of Wollongong. Yes. Uh, Albion Park is the most northern part of, of the city of Shell Harbour. They're right next door to each other. Mm-hmm. To put it into context, this means someone from Haywards Bay um, could literally walk uh, to someone's house in Albion Park Rail and have a cup of tea with a, a single person. But that same scenario could not work in reverse because of the way the orders have been drafted. Yeah, it doesn't uh, make sense. And um, Look, we do need to exercise a little bit of caution, of course. We understand why we have these restrictions in place, but as you rightly point out, anomalies do exist which do make it difficult for people. And look, as you've heard, uh, the evidence seems to be overwhelming now, Gareth, that people are concerned about their mental mm. health and being yes. able to visit people. And you heard Wendy. Wendy's issue is that... Well, I guess, in a way, she falls into this category you're talking about. Her daughter, who really should be able to visit her and provide her with emotional comfort and support, lives in Cooma, for goodness sake. So, in other words, she can't travel uh, to Sydney from Cooma to support her mother. Yeah, Uh, and um, it's heartbreaking to hear stories where people don't have anybody. Um, I mean, sure, the single bubble exists, but... Mm. You know, I also am concerned, Marcus, for people who don't have a voice, and, and that's that's people like children and young people that sure. often don't speak up throughout this period. I mean, uh, the second highest number of what we call risk of significant harm reports comes through schools. Yeah. Uh, now, all the schools are obviously uh, closed or open to only um, a very small number of kids, so a lot of kids, vulnerable kids in particular, are in very, very serious circumstances right now, and uh, they don't have eyes on them. Um, so... You know, I'm concerned for for voiceless, vulnerable people, including young people, that may not have that support they need at present.